not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Hoagie, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. I'd never do it again. Welcome back to the one and only Minority Report Film Podcast, the review edition. And this, this, this is your color perspective into Loki episode six. Your favorite monitors are back. We're here. We're finally reporting for duty on Loki finale. Wow. Uh, my name is Raul. And here with me, I got. Miss uh, Miss Drizzy Dre. What's up? Also here with us, Colby Mack. This is wild. It's a little unnatural, but wow. Oh, man. We're here ready for all of this that transpired. All of this. We're here for it. We're going to talk about it. Before we do, make sure you hit us up on the socials and report pod on Twitter on Instagram. Make sure you check out the site. Any and all new content. That's mreportpod.com. Today on the report, full spoiler review, uh, no holds bar of the season finale of Loki. Notice I said season finale, not series finale. Season finale of Loki. For all time, always. The clock is ticking. In the season finale, which finds Loki and Sylvie on a date with destiny. Series creator Michael Waldron, directed by Kate Heron, starring Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, Sophia DiMartino, Gugu Mbatumra, Wunmi Mosaku, and Jonathan Friggin' Majors! <laughs> I mean, it is kind of exciting. It was super exciting. Yo, I squealed out. like I a little too. girl. Dude, I all did too. And dude, I squealed and I had to pause it and I was clapping. I was like, yeah. well, we're good. I didn't think it would do it, bro. I really, really didn't think he would do it. Like, I just felt so, like, ah, nah. Like, there were so many bad fan theories out there and I was were. really waiting to be heartbroken. And I was like, I really hope that none of these terrible ones are the ones. But wait, and, Kobe, uh, but wait. Jonathan Major said in an interview that. He didn't know what he was talking about when asked if he would be in Loki. It happened. My dude came out in green, purple, in a cloak with barbecue sandals on, bro. <laughs> you think he just he just came from a cookout? Bro, I don't Do see Do you think why he not. has a grill out back? Like, he might have a grill out back. My dude, like, he, he kind of, like, he swaggered up into, like, that little doorway, right? Like, with an apple. Took a bite out of it. It was like... Yeah. I've arrived, that, right? <laughs> he really did. But I guess I guess I just didn't see cuz I didn't think it was going to be Kang because he seems like such a baddie. But I guess this variant makes more sense. The way that this they not, chose to go, yeah, I can kind of vibe Kang. with this. Yeah, this is yeah. not this is not Kang the Conqueror. And, and and from the time we see Mrs. Clock, what's her name? Mrs. Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. I was like, okay, so it is this type of villain because obviously he was scared. He wanted to make a deal with them. Mm. Yeah, and and I think as as will be revealed, we understand why. 
Yeah. yeah. So let's get into it. So first off, I want, well, first, right off the bat, first thing I noticed, that Marvel Studios logo was not just a green logo like we've been seeing. It was the MCU logo. The movie logo. Yeah, the movie logo, the film logo that we've been seeing for the last couple of films. You know, we get we get all the quotes, Wakanda forever. You know, we get all the different great quotes from the films. Whoa, 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 whoa! Ah. You make you like you just said that like this is the like, not the first time that it's done that. Like in the show, it's you, in my opinion, you've made it seem like oh, we get all these great. No, no, this is the first time where the scrolling like marquee talks in Loki. It doesn't talk in the movies, bro. It does in the last couple of movies. It has. No, it is not. I, I I watch Endgame like like once a month. It does once not do month? it in Endgame. Who watches Endgame once a month, bro? A real fan does, my guy. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't talk. It's literally Never? the music from from um from from the the Hawkeye's his whatever that cookout was. What did he put? Mayonnaise on a hot dog, right? Weirdo. His family deserved to be dusted. Okay. Um, <laughs> can you pause for a second? I can't even type because you just stop talking. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I'm not too sure what you're thinking of. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and I'm, and I don't think I'm, and I, like, I genuinely don't think I'm crazy. Like, I feel very confident. What is that? What is that? that this is that a effect thing. where you and think, I don't think, think something's it, real that's not the Mandela effect, right? <laughs> I don't think it, it's crazy because I don't think it was in a screener that they would have changed later. Like, that doesn't make sense. So there must be a listener out there that knows what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Let us know. So, possibly for the first time, maybe not for the first time, we get this Marvel Studios opening logo with the quotes. Again, biggest thing is different than the Loki logo, the Marvel Studios logo we've been getting in all these Loki episodes. At the very least, it's definitely the first time we've seen it in Loki. Um, very fitting for like just uh, this whole timeline scenario situation jumping around. Um, you know, variants and such. It then leads us into like this galaxy, this shot where we're traveling through the universe and through the galaxies, multiple galaxies, maybe multiple timelines. We hear more quotes, including Vision's quote from WandaVision saying, what is grief if not love persevering? Then we arrive at the sacred timeline, quote unquote, the sacred timeline. Um, And we see that it's a circle, which like first thing Desert was like, is it a circle? I was <laughs> so like weirded out by it. I was like, why is it a circle? Is it like start over? Like what is happening? A circle going around the mansion at the age of space. Our heroes, both both Lokis, arrive at the front door. You know, we get that fun banter. You know, I love it. Um, you know, Sylvie's nervous. It's she's here. She's arrived at her glorious purpose. And I feel like it makes a lot of sense. So she needs a second. And I love it because Loki felt like such a guy. Or it's just like, I don't understand what the problem is. Just like, just like, just like go up to the door. <laughs> and she's just like, listen, I need a second, dude. All right. I've been, I've been looking forward to this for a really long time. And I, and I need a second. Yo, I thought it was really cute. Their chemistry is yeah. great. Um, I love just, I love how much that, our Loki has changed from the beginning of this series to now. Like he's a completely different person. Um, I think yeah. that he has been faced with like understanding who he is deep down inside. You know, when you peel away all the layers of like what he made his Loki to be. And I think she's still kind of struggling with that. 
and it becomes even more evident at the end of this episode. So mm-hmm. seeing that stark contrast is really great. Um, and it's just like, and the thing is, there's so much mystery. Like, you know, like we, we know that something's about to happen, right? We have no idea what's behind this door. So like, we're just as nervous as Sylvie is, um, but trying to keep our stuff together, kind of like Loki is, it's, it's cool. We then get a scare jump. <laughs> Miss Minutes, bro. We said it not to be trusted. Don't not be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. It was Miss Minutes all along. <laughs> if she would have been the big bad, I would have been pissed. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> she calls this place the Citadel at the end of time. You know, she tries to negotiate with them. It's really interesting because she's just like, yeah, he's offering you a deal. You can go rule together in these timelines. She says, you know, like, she knows Loki's weaknesses, right? Or at least before he had growth. She says, you know, the Battle of New York, what if you won? What if you guys were there together? And, you know, you you ruled Asgard. And you were powerful. You know, and like, you, you kill Thanos, she even says, which is crazy. We can make it happen. He can make it happen. He who? He who remains. I, you know, Desiree pointed out when we were talking, she was like, wow, great job, Loki. You, he didn't even hesitate in answering, no, we're here for something else. We're past this. That's that's not us anymore. And Desiree was like, oh, great. You know, I, I feel like there could have been a lot of temptation there for a director or a writer to write in a beat or, or direct a beat for him to think about it and Sylvie give him a look. But no, it was very, it was, it was, it felt like a very intentional choice for him to be like, Nah, we're past that. We're here for something else. I was so proud of him. Yeah, we. It, it's interesting because, you know, Miss Menace is like, all right, it's your, it's your, your fate. Then you're, you're, you know, good luck. And she vanishes. You know, Colby Mac. We don't get an answer on what, who Miss Minutes is. Is she a person? It, it like is she is she more than an AI? Like she seems to have more freedom than like even the people at the TVA. She doesn't even need a temp pad. She just kind of goes from here to there, from the edge of time to the TVA to talk to Renslay. Like it, it, she possibly could even jump between all these different timelines and be the same being. What, what, what the hell is Miss Minutes? I would say that she is an omni first century holographic projection AI a la Jarvis. Interesting. Do you think she was created further down the time, and that's why she's so? So I mean, if, I mean, you know, and, and we'll get there, right? Um, it, I actually went through that exposition scene with, uh, you know, with uh, with Kang's tempad just to really kind of understand because that is that's the basis of the rules of which what I'm going to believe to be true about this show, right? And at the end of the day, I believe it. So with that being said, if we believe that Kang has lived a million lifetimes, then we have right. to believe that he has come across so much and developed Jonathan technology. Major just walked into the show. <laughs> you know, that, 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 he's, that he's developed this technology that is right. billions of light years ahead of where we are, as we know right. it. Right? So we can understand why, as Loki puts it, is this the greatest power like in, in the universe? And because... It's ap- like it, it, there's so much time it's passed. Like I can believe it to be true. Right. 
you know? But why is it a circle? There exactly. says something about it being a circle because somehow the beginning connects to the end well, somehow. And that's just like flabbergasting to well, me. I'm I, like, I think it's interesting. I think it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, it's, later on, we're going to talk about like that threshold that he says we just passed and we just passed a threshold. Um, we're going to skip forward real quick. But like, there's that idea of like, well, technically he's he says he's from the 31st century. Okay. okay. So we in, were in the 21st century. Hold on. We were uh, in the 21st century. But like he's from the 31st century, correct. but this part is as far as time has gone. So so we are out of time and somehow in the future and in the I past know. at the same time. I don't even so it's like, no, you're, it's like messing No, no. He didn't say – he said as far as he could see. I know, but he is from further. N- incorrect. He is from the 31st century. Correct. We live in the 21st century. We live in the 21st century. The, the Avengers what? take place in the 21st century. Correct. Right. Loki uh-huh. is from the 21st century. Correct. Right. He died in the 21st century. At what point in time are they when they're having that conversation? He, Loki, and Sylvie. They're, they're in not, no place They're in outside time. of time. Correct. So what he's doing is placing a pin in the timeline to say, hey- I'm from the 31st century, correct? Uh-huh. All right, got you. He recognized and found that there was worlds above and below our own, correct? Uh-huh. They, in opposite- Still, you know, still matched in time. Still so matched correct, in Still time. matched in time, right? So uh-huh. time is always moving forward, correct? We, we, we are agreeing with there. Uh-huh. Not here. It's a circle. <laughs> correct. <laughs> but at what point in the circle? That's that's essentially because essentially what he's done, he is not the creator of time. He has learned how to master it. So uh-huh. at the end of his exposition, when he says that he found a way with Aliyah, right, to be able to master time, to sever the branches of all the other timelines in that war. And essentially, what is the shape that we see time in? Time travel or time? Because apparently this timeline, this particular timeline is a circle. Mm -hmm. Time travel has to do with a Mobius strip. So regardless of, when he's talking about in the Citadel, they are in time because he says we just passed the threshold in time. That he cannot see. Uh Uh-huh. Correct. Because he is accounted for every moment but that one. Right. So we're further... Than where and he's and to him, I genuinely believe that he does not understand why he cannot see this point. And I think that's why he allowed these two to get there. Because we would ask ourselves, why is a big bad? Would you allow your, you know, you, you allow your adversaries, right, to inch closer and closer to you? Right. I think there's two things, right? Two things. Well, maybe three things at work. I think he's genuinely curious of what happens next. Because for a man that has known everything that there is and is to come, he's unsure of this moment. Yeah, but we have to accept that he has been at this moment. Correct. So and how? It, it so what happens? He passed it. Right. So what? It, so so he has been before this moment, looking at this moment, but has never arrived at this moment. Correct. Do you? He's out this of time. This is the first but he time for time. him. He's been able to arrive at this moment. Correct. He's both out of time and he is in time. That is that is correct. That's the paradox that we're in. You see, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's, it's definitely a lot. It's, it's, it's definitely a lot. Like, we, we've barely broken through at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> and we've arrived at this point. Lucky for so us. Let's, uh, I mean, yeah. Let's let's get back in time and back yes. up in time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. 
I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about what happens at the TVA, but I'll, I'll, I'll touch on a couple. This is probably the biggest one. Miss Minutes leaves Loki's, the Loki's, heads back to the TVA um, and gives Renslayer. I know. What she, she says, this is what, like she says, this is not what I, Renslayer says, this is not what I asked for. And she says, yes, but it's what he thinks would be most helpful to you. What did he I know. Or what did I know, she give Renslayer? What did she give so, her? It's got to be some type of like plan B, right? Because essentially he's going to present two options to Loki and Sylvia. possibility. So I think that it's got to be a counter plan. It's yeah. like a fail safe. In case they choose wrong. Correct. If they choose wrong. Whew, man, we're going to get into this. So back at the Citadel, we get to an elevator. It opens up and Jonathan freaking Majors walks out of it. AKA He Who Remains. His name's not Jonathan Mason. Yo, that's a dope show. name. I'm well, I, and, and I love it. You know, he walks out, like you said, with a whole lot of swagger. And he said, it's funny because they say He Who Remains. And she says, he says, she still call me that? <laughs> and he goes, creepy, I know, but I kind of like it. <laughs> and then, you know, they, we get to these points where it's like he's been called many things, you know, a conqueror being one of them. He's, he's King the Conqueror. We know this, right? I had to pause it. I was freaking out. So you know who Kang the Conqueror is, right? So, in, uh, as we've mentioned many times, I'm I'm not a, a reader of comics. I read books, you know, surprisingly enough, but I, I'm not a comic book person. So prior to Jonathan Majors being cast in Quantumania, no, no idea who Kang the Conqueror was. I did a little bit of research when he was cast, and I was like, oh, cool, he's the new Thanos. You know, he's the new big bad. Um, or it seems like he's probably going to be the new big bad. And uh, that's really all the research I did. And then when the theory started coming out for this, I looked into it a little bit more, but no, I don't, I don't really know. Let us know who's Kang the Conqueror. Kang was originally a 31st century scientist, right? Named Nathaniel Richards. That ring a bell? No, but uh, it's not as, as scary as Kang. (laughs) <laughs> Correct. Nathaniel um, Richards. Nathaniel Richards, a descendant of both Reed Richards, a.k.a. Oh, right. Mr. Fantastic, right, and right, right. Dr. Doom. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, it, it, it goes a little bit deeper. Yes. Okay. Yeah. At some point, the merging of two of the greatest minds in, on Earth um, happened, uh, you know, thousand. What? So, wait. The, when it, with 31st, that'd be a, a thousand, thousand years, years, right? A thousand years later. Right, cool. So, yeah, so um, okay, so he's he's hella smart, super smart. very dangerous, and I know that he is blue. I'm fine yeah, with him not being MCU blue. But the MCU doesn't now. like to do blue characters for some reason. Loki's supposed to be black blue. Folk. This guy's supposed to be blue. Listen, uh, <laughs> Disney just, has no problem with it. I just <laughs> know. I just know that we got a blue J- uh, Jamie Fox. In Spider-Man, and that was disastrous. So yeah, so King the Conqueror, he's confirmed in Quantumania. He's been part of the biggest theories around Loki, um, especially we talked about this concerning Alioth. The two, their 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 kind of backstories are intertwined or kind of merged, um, coincide a lot, if you will. Uh, anyway, so he invites him up. We see that he has his temp pad. He 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 keeps using it to kind of get out of their attacks and kind of showing that he can predict their moves. Um, we get Mobius and, and uh, Renslayer reunited. 
we get Hunter B15 revealing that Renslayer is a variant, uh, kind of showing the other hunters like, hey, we're variants too, much like Renslayer is a variant. We were not created by some powerful timekeepers. Uh, we are variants and our lives have been stolen from us. Um, back to Kang and the Locus. Mind you, he's never called Kang. He continues being called, even like we had the subtitles on for one of the viewings, and even the subtitle says, he who, he who remains. It always says, like, that's whose dialogue is, he who remains. Hmm. Um, he says he knows everything that's going to happen. He says there's only one way it can go. Um, we jump again, you know, we get Mobius getting knocked on his butt by Renslayer. She spares his life. She leaves, and she says she leaves in search of free will. Colby. She said that only the person in charge, aka Kang, has oh, free will. So, so what did she mean? Is she in search of power? Is she in search of Kang? That is interesting. Is she in search yes. of? I think she. I think she is in search of a person. Uh, I think that she has new orders to find out where he is. Right? Because the powers that we see, de- well, it's it's weird, right? He doesn't get you know. Um, pruned he gets essentially a blade to the chest we don't see what happens to his body right um is it like some type of fail safe like we mentioned earlier where she needs to go find another suitable person to take his place because out of the hundreds if not thousands of variants of kang right maybe some are better than the others some are more evil than the others as he puts it right one um, maybe is there one that he deems is worthy <laughs> to take his place in the event that the Lokis don't do and take <laughs> option number one, right? She, maybe she's going to go find him. Maybe his name is Will. She's going to go free Will, son. What did you just say? She's going to go free Will. <laughs> free Willy? Free Willy, you mean? The whale? No, free Will. Maybe this, this version of Kang, his name is Will. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So... Um, do you think it's possible that he, you know, I, I can see this going a couple ways. I can see him being like, go back in my early life, make sure that I arrive at this place. Mm-hmm. Or he could be like, they chose wrong. And now they get to see the worst possible version of what they've unleashed. And he sent her to find the worst possible version of himself so that he can be in charge is a lot. It's a lot because- as Kang's, I mean, this episode is a whole lot. Um, I mean, it, the title of this episode could have been it could be a series, a I whole swear. lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kang says he's afraid. You know, they ask him, "What are you afraid of?" He says he's afraid of himself. And they say, "Then who are you?" He says, "You know, this is where we get that a ruler, a conqueror, he a who jerk. remains, a jerk." Mm-hmm. He, you know, like, like we said, he's he's from the thirty first century. And possibly the most important line of the show, he says, you came to kill the devil, right? Well, guess what? I keep you safe. And if you think I'm evil, just wait till you meet my variants. Yo, are we to believe that this is, you know, some people I've seen it referred to as the good Kang? Well, every villain sees himself as the hero in their own story, right? Yes, if you want to see it that way. Is he like he says he is like he's like you said earlier he's lived a million lifetimes. Right? Most villains see themselves as saviors, not heroes. I mean, very, that's what Thanos believed, right? Yeah. 
So he says he's lived a million lifetimes. And he has seen everything, all the possibilities. And this is the best one. He says the TVA is the best option. So, I mean, like, I like, I like the way that it was put that it was set up as this efficient bureaucracy. Does he really believe that, like, only he can stop him by that decision where he gets Alioth to basically destroy all the other Kangs? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like you know what I mean? Like, uh, yes, I get that idea of like, yeah, everybody, like all these bad guys, they believe their own truth, right? But like, there's also something to that weight, right? And there's something to like what Loki sees in him, right? The Loki says, Loki says, I believe him. Yeah, I'm a liar too, you know. But like, this is truth. He believes what he said. At the very least, Kang believes what he is saying. Oh, I just, I'm so proud of Loki. He said, I'm a liar too. It's just like so much humility, so much like understanding of himself. That's what, yeah. Yeah, I'm so proud of him. And if he has who, seen who the future. That Loki would have the most like complete arc in the MCU? It's really good. It's really good. And and we have so much more to see. I just, I still can't get over <laughs> how hilarious Loki's like side story is where the Avengers think they're the most amazing <laughs> beings in the world. And Loki's over here like doing some crazy hey Guys, you have no idea what I'm doing. This. You have no idea what I, I'm going I would through. love a scene if he like sees them again and he's like, you've no idea what I've done. No and idea. they're like, you've done nothing. You've done nothing. <laughs> but all of this like, oh, would oh, only oh, have happened. All of this only happened because of a rat. Because of a rat. That's really the most important rat in the universe. A rat's going to probably be ruling a galaxy somewhere. A variant of that rat. There we go. So, again, it's that it's that sense of, like, he says he's, he has seen it all. And so if we're to believe that, then, like, really... It, so think about back to Doctor Strange. Think about back to Infinity War, where he uses the, the, nope, the time stone to... You know, see all of the possibilities, endless possibilities, right? And he finds one that works. That's kind of what Kang is saying here, isn't it? He's like, I've seen all the possibilities, and the only good one is this one right here where I create the TVA and I lord over time. And Loki says he believes him. Man. He, which, of course, that would mean if we're skipping ahead, if he's actually seeing time, that means the Avengers can't stop him. I don't he think offers- this is an Avengers fight. To fight, do you, do you know what I mean? Are you talking about Kang? I think that in, in and I saw like a a pick of this. And essentially, what we're entering is the the multiverse saga. That these saga of properties and films that are coming will operate in their own kind of infinity saga, right? Where we've had WandaVision and Loki, and you know, Far From Home, and the Multiverse of Madness, and you know, maybe Eternals, and essentially all of these films. We'll all operate in this kind of like essentially the saga of films where Kang and his variants are the big bads. I don't see the Avengers as being the response to this threat. You don't see. I, I and I guess that's the question is like who would be then? You know what I mean? I think it's the unlikely heroes that are left over. You know, um, as evident, you know, inside of Black Widow that just came out this past week. You know, the Avengers in that timeline were divorced and they kind of are fractured now, piecing together back the fractured universe, right? Hmm. So much so you have Nick Fury reaching out to Spider-Man 
to take care of Earth's threats instead of, you know, an Avengers. I mean, think about it. One. Well, that wasn't actually Nick Fury, though. That's true, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, like this, the, the the guy who sends this team on missions, he's not even around, right? Um, for all we know, the Hulk is one-armed, right? For all we know, like, I mean, yeah, there's a new Captain America. Thor is being an Asgardian of the galaxy. The Guardians I'm of the Galaxy. I'm so right? excited with them. for that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's just, so I, I think that where we are, it's going to be this team up of Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Wanda, and Loki in this kind of unlikely team trying to piece together this, you know, sprawling. I love that visual um, towards the end of the episode of the, it almost looks like a nervous system, right? Yeah, it does. Like it, it, does, it looks yeah. really interesting. Yeah. None of them are making circles though. Yet, yet. <laughs> so, real quick. So, um, you know, big things is, you know, he he offers them. He says, "Yeah, you could kill me, or 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 you could rule the timeline. I'll, I'll let you do that." They're like, "Why would you not do it?" And he's, I feel like he sounded like a like like he was talking about hip hop here. He's like, uh, "Oh no, no, this this game, this is this is for the young, this is for the hungry." You know what I mean? How many times you ever heard Jay Z say that? Um, he. Sylvie's like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Um, you're evil. And he tells Sylvie to grow up. He says, we're all villains here. We're all evil. I love the way that he delivered that line. Grow up. Grow up! Yeah. Sylvia. Murderer. Hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. And then, of course, we passed that threshold we were referring to earlier. He can't see the future anymore. It was like a little tick to him where he felt it yeah and it was visible on his face and then like he picks up what, like a like a piece of paper on his desk he's like he, like he, he, it was point. like a pen he like drops yeah. it and then he takes off his temp pad he's like basically you can do whatever you want i can't predict your moves i really think loki was being uber reasonable here when he when he's like sylvie just like Let's, Let's just think about this think for about one this. minute. It's like, like a woman, just like, no, I don't want to think about nothing. I'm gonna make no decision. Like, yo, can we just think about this? Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not saying we have to pick either one. Like, you know, I'm just saying, let's just think about it. No, I want to kill him. I want to make clear that Kobe Max comments on womankind <laughs> are not a representation yeah, of I'm M Report. Really, I'm a little confused by that. It's a bit like ten years ago or something, bro. Wow. I, know, I mean, she she was she was very like bullheaded in regards to well, I've had this one mission for most of my life to kill the person who's responsible for my you know for for my misery. Shut okay, the, but the don't act is- like there's men in the MCU who don't do that. I mean, I can think of. Um, What's the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy when he totally messes oh, up yeah. taking True. down Thor, you know, or Rocket or Tony Stark or the Hulk or like we could just keep going. We could just keep going. So, okay. yes, everyone's done it except for the best Avenger. It has nothing to do with her being a woman except for the best Avenger, which is Ant-Man, of course. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, again, he asked her for a minute. Uh, she says no again. This is her glorious purpose. Like it's just there's something to yeah. This is everything. Yes, there's something to like. She's been waiting for this her whole life, and you're telling her to wait. No, like she came into this 
Like she's been thinking, I'm going to kill whoever is in charge of the TVA. She's been thinking about this since she was a little girl. So like the, there's just that there's that sense of just like, no, this is my thing. This is what I'm going to do. And at all costs, I'm going to do it. I don't care what it means. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to believe what he's saying because he stole everything from me. So like a person that is good, the way he's trying to say it, the way he's trying to spin it, like, no, uh, I refuse to acknowledge that he's anything other than a monster because that's just, that's what he is in her mind. He, you know, again, he took everything from her. They fight, which was a lot of fun. It was crazy. That fight scene was crazy. It, it was dope. I will say and, they could have had an opportunity to do a Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, but they didn't go that far. You know what I'm saying? Where like they, they have glass really, really, and they're both holding it. It even it looked very similar to it, right? In the in like like inside of the um the Ministry of Magic. I was like, Dude, that's no, an they incredible could really battle. go out. Huh? That's an incredible battle. It's it's once again it's the greatest wizarding battle. Yeah, in cinematic but it history. wasn't it wasn't so much a showcase of power. This is Correct. like passion. This that, is like you're like holding restraint, but like still fighting. It was a dance. It was yeah. a dance of lovers. It was a dance of it was a quarrel. It it was I thought it was really beautiful actually. And again, I'm so proud of Loki. He he shows so much restraint and so much like empathy towards her, and. I just loved every second of it, but he's like, I'm not going to let her decapitate me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was just this struggle of like holding his ground, but still giving her freedom and trying to talk her down. He never belittled her once. He never made her feel bad about where she was. He was just like, I totally understand where you're at. And I just understand that your actions aren't going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be happy. And that's a great moment where he's, you know, he says, I just want you to be okay. Yes, exactly. And then comes the unfortunate thing, which is like a very disappointing kiss. Am I? Is that just me? It wasn't that good. Uh, yeah. It wasn't that. I was so surprised. It was a very yeah. anticlimactic, very disappointing kiss. I feel what? like maybe they wanted. I don't like what happened there directorially. I, th- I think they, they, they <laughs> like, wanted it both ways. I think they wanted passion. It was a maybe we can get both, but it, it kind of didn't work. Because I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I like literally in my notes, I put like, oh my God, the kiss. Oh, it's a deceptive kiss. That didn't feel good. Yeah. Yes, and and I want to talk and, about and that. And it's just one of those things. Like, yeah. So she kisses him. She turns him around. By the way, uh, for those that have only seen the episode once, please go back. Because when you first watch it, you're really focused on Sylvie and Loki in this kiss. But it's amazing yeah, to yeah, see yeah, Jonathan yeah, yeah. Majors in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of focus. And he, like, turns his head like, huh. And it is... Uh, absolutely phenomenal. I'm here for all of it. So if, if go back, watch it again. It's hilarious. It's adorable. And yeah, there's. It, 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 I'm a, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about it again, but go ahead. The reason why this was so heartbreaking, this deceptive kiss, is because Loki's biggest fear came true. The one yeah. thing that he fights against, the one thing that he puts a facade, a facade out there for is to hide his weaknesses because he doesn't want his weaknesses to be used against him. And in this case, Sylvie, who is his weakness, who he is being vulnerable with and actually showing his weaknesses to, uses his, uses it against him. And it's just absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking to see him in, in that room just sitting there and you just know like I've worked my whole life so something like this doesn't happen and I let my guard down and I got hurt. 
Oh, it broke my heart. And the irony that he got hurt by himself. Mm. And Ken had told her. He said, he said, like, you know you cannot trust this man. And we see that that is truth. And after she blasts him through the Tempad portal, I love Kang's, the, 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 what he says right after. He says, incredible. He's, it, it, it's like this, like, he's so surprised. He's in awe. You know, it's just like, I can't believe this just happened and I got to witness it. He laughs at her aggression. You know, she throws the desk to the side. And as she kills him, he says, see you soon. With a big old grin on his face, big old smile. It was such an interesting death, like to see on, like to see on the screen. I've never seen a death, a death like this. It felt very silent. Yeah, it was like crazy. a whisper and, of a it, death. And the fact that it was so silent, the fact that he was not struggling, there was something that was really dark about it. Yeah, and our depiction of Sylvie and who she is, like the because it it went from like fighting to kill him to like. Killing something that's not fighting back. You, and it, there's yeah. some kind of innocence to and that. She, that's why she yells. She says, aren't you going to beg for your life? Yeah. You know, he's just laughing. So it, it kind of paints Sylvie in kind of a dark light. It was very interesting. Well, you know what's well, even more important? That it really shows that he was not lying about his true belief in what he was saying. He really believes, you know, he'll be back. He says, reincarnation, baby, you know. He believes he'll be back. There will be multiversal war and he'll be a part of it. And, you know, it's going to be for worse at the end of the day. And very much he's basically stating, you know, because of this, the timeline is effed. Well, the timeline that he was lording over is effed. Essentially, he chose well, that, that timeline was, you know, and who knows? I mean, because the same way that Loki put it, like, you know, so you're just going to keep, you know, like, you know, uh, pruning these innocent timelines. Who is he to say which timeline is above the other? Sure. Yeah. And I guess that's the big thing is like, yes, that's a fair argument. If you don't believe that he actually has seen all the possibilities, but he believes he has. And in his mind, he says this is the best outcome. But then again, that could just mean because he dies in any other outcome. Hmm. So that could just be worse outcome for him. It's just like, well, I died. Yeah. So I actually don't know what happens in those other outcomes. But those guys are really bad. So more than likely, it's really awful. Back at the TVA, we get Mobius and Hunter B-15. You know, they, they're watching the timeline go haywire. It's interesting that they choose to still say the TVA quote for all time, always. Yeah, that's interesting. We see Loki wallowing in agony. You know, Dre, <laughs> everything you said, you know, just that, that idea that it's, he's, he's sitting there just being like, wow, I can't believe this just happened. I, I not only lost her, but also she like used my weakness against me to like betray me. Yeah. But then he's like. Well, he can't hate her though because he's done it to Thor so many times. He's probably sitting in a really like internal conflict. And then Loki runs off. He realizes I can't just sit here. I'm the only person that knows what's happening. He runs off. He tells Mobius, hey, we made a mistake. Colby, did they make a mistake? I no, I think they made the only thing. I think they made the only decision that they could make. I do not trust that they would be what that he would honestly give them the opportunity to lord over the TVA. Right. 
Because, like, one, he knows Loki inside and out. He can't trust the Loki. Right. So it's almost as if, like, you know, he's presenting these two options, but I'm feeling quite confident which one you're going to make. So let me go ahead and tell Miss Minutes to go take some files over to Ravona and be like, yo, they're probably going to end up doing this. I got to see how this plays out. Get my backup ready. Hmm. So while he, while he, Loki, thinks it's a mistake, it's the only choice that there was left to make. The only logical choice. Sure. So you're saying Sylvie did the right thing. Sylvie did the right thing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Dre, what do you think? I don't think it was the right decision for her character. I think she's definitely going to have to work through some issues now. Do I think that maybe in the long run, this chaos will lead to a better future? I think so. But this whole idea of like good choice, bad choice, I think it comes down to the character. But the choice of like him dying, I do think ultimately is the best choice. Her killing him, I don't think so. I mean, the it was going to spiral into the multiverse of madness anyways, just by waiting. So did he need to die? Maybe not. Yeah, those branches were growing. Regardless, yeah, you know, you and know. not going anywhere and not connecting anywhere. But I think it was the wrong choice for her. Poor thing. Yeah. When watching, I love when we see him running to find Mobius. Dre, like said, that Loki story is a tragedy. Yes, Loki is a tragedy. He is a walking tragedy, and it breaks my heart. It was crazy how Shakespearean this entire episode felt, right? Like it felt yeah. like these 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 whims of like uh, of of like you know big speeches and big characters, but like those tiny moments of like the love and affection that's shared between Loki and Sylvie, and like Loki is like doing his damnedest. Like yo, I get it. Like you know, like that's our curse, right? It's like you are untrusting, right? And I am like not trustworthy, deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 so I understand where you are, but I need you in the same way like I did to like just look at this for what it is. Yeah. But if you think, but if you think of Loki when he was trying to take over New York and say Mobius comes in at that point and meets Loki, no amount of pleading, no amount of understanding, no amount of anything could change Loki's heart. And so that's, it's just, it's a conundrum because even though Loki understands Sylvie and is there for her and is a friend, she's not past New York yet. And she needs to get past New York in order to see her life differently. Mm. Now, we realize he's in a different timeline. This is not his Mobius. It's not his Mobius. <laughs> My man is still alone. It hurt me so bad. My man is still alone. This is like, he cannot win, bro. He is He's so dolo. Alone. He made a friend and now he may never find him again. And then, of course, you know, will the real Kang the Conqueror please stand up? We see the Kang the Conqueror's statue. Yeah, because Tempads, like, how strong are Tempads? Because I feel like Tempads only work within your timeline, so to speak, because apparently there's more than one TVA, which we thought the TVA was outside of the timeline, but apparently the TVA has its own timeline because there's multiple TVAs. So it's just like... There's yeah, all, no, that, that, there's that, more, that, that threw me for a loop, to be honest with you. Well, it's here's like, the thing, is that, like, more than likely, whoever Renslayer went to go get, right now that we're thinking, like, Renslayer went to go get the backup, the backup is the worst possible option of Kang, which is Kang the Conqueror, and... 
he is now running the TVA. Renslayer told him. So I'm guessing Renslayer is running the TVA still. But the yeah, person but the in charge is Kang the Conqueror, not Kang the quote-unquote good guy, right? I, I guess, but the fact that Maybe? we see – well, granted, it's not clear. The fact that we see the Loki that we've been following since him leaving New York with the Tesseract, going to a space, to a place that is outside of time and space. That's what we've been told the TVA is. That's is what we were told. Outside of time and space, right? Right. And the fact that he is now in a – alternate timeline of right. another place outside of time and space that sh that that seems to break the rule it yeah. does break it but can i say what i was yeah. going to say before we get too far what i was going to say about the temp pads it seems like the temp pads that they have only work inside their timeline they were only able to jump from their tva to their timeline so i don't think loki is going to be able to they, get they, back to his mobius or they, his sylvie without the the the, the temp pad that temp was pad? on his yeah that was on his wrist so I tell think me that's this, the only one that works. So, 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 I, I want to know: is the TVA inside or outside of time? I really don't. I understand. think it actually is inside. I think maybe that was a lie. I mean, but well, we've been lied to this whole time. Well, the TVA doesn't even know that they're variants. Ren Renslayer and Mobius said that they've been doing this for eons, which would mean I, I that it's outside that, of time, and it's outside of time. So if they're outside of time, it's very it, this is very confusing, right? And this is the issue with doing stuff that has to do with time and space, right? Because like then there cannot be multiple ones. And if you know, if his doom, right, his it was already determined when she decided to blast him, right? Determines that like that other TVA no longer exists, and this is the one and only TVA, that means that that Mobius doesn't exist. Correct. That's, this is very confusing, but he does exist because if he doesn't exist, I don't know that I can continue watching the Marvel Cinematic Series universe. Are you upset that we did not get him riding on a jet ski somehow by the end of the season? Oh my gosh. I, there is like so many people who screamed when the credits ended. I just could feel it in the universe. Like They were yeah. like, are you telling me Mobius didn't get to ride on a jet ski? They're throwing their Apple TV remotes. <laughs> They're so upset. <laughs> We get the shot of Loki's name at the end post credits. Loki will return for season two. What does this mean? What what happens in the meantime? Will he appear in MCU films? Yeah. Will Renslayer appear in MCU films? Oh, man, it's interesting. Will Sylvie appear in MCU films? Or are these characters that are pretty much just going to, we're not going to see them again until season two. I'm uh, whatever they do, I trust Marvel because I'm just <laughs> so blown away by how they're able to keep all of this straight, how we still have so much fun guessing, how we enjoy the process. We're loving characters we never thought we would love. I mean, just look at Tony Stark's redemption story. I, they're they're incredible. And I'm so proud of them. I'm proud of what they do they've done, and I'm excited for what they do because I know I'm going to enjoy it. Marvel is or Disney is notorious for keeping everything. They like to preserve history, so they keep everything. So I like to think that there's a warehouse somewhere with just a bunch of whiteboards of just like arrows of how this <laughs> universe is interconnected, and it's just like this go here, this film goes here, this that, that, that. that's phase one, and there's just like. Just a ton of whiteboards in some warehouse. 
that it's how they figured out how this all connected in the writer's room. And I'm for releasing all of these. But Kobe Mac, are we going to see any of these characters in these films? I don't think it's been confirmed 100% that any of these characters are, are casted, except for, of course, King the Conqueror, uh, but not this you know, this version of King the Conqueror, but rather the actual King the Conqueror. So are I mean, we going to see any of these people? There are reports that Loki is to make an appearance in Doctor Strange to the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Which could be sense. him just falling. <laughs> yeah, it could be something like super quick, like, you know, some type of cameo, right? Um, I like to kind of have this, you know, investigative adventure outside of, or maybe not outside of time and space, right? F- just reserved for Loki. I feel like that when we get to Doctor Strange, which is crazy to think that, you know, you know, we went an entire year and a half without a Marvel movie. And now by the time that we get to this point next year, we would have had four Marvel films, right? We just had Black mm-hmm. Widow. We're about to get Shang-Chi. We're then going to get um, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. And then, I'm sorry, my, my apologies, Spider-Man. What's the, uh, home, what? <laughs> Spider-Man. No way home. No way home, yes. <laughs> Spider-Man, no way home. And then, when does Eternals come out again? Eternals comes out this year. Are we sure? <laughs> so we when? get, we oh get, we get Shang-Chi, we get Eternals, and we get Spider-Man in December. That's correct. My apologies. Yeah, we get Eternals in November 5th. How are these celestial space gods <laughs> above Loki? Like, this is the part that's going to be like, tough is that i feel like that this is directly connecting to multiverse of madness yet we have three more movies that are coming out and i don't think that shang chi is going to connect to this really in much of any way it'd be crazy for eternals not to it would be so so but also so from what i'm hearing shout out to some of the people out there shout out to homeboy dre um what i'm hearing is that the eternals really they are incredibly powerful. So, like, a lot of people are actually kind of frustrated with, like, their having their own film. They don't understand how this is going to fit in because they're so powerful that literally they could just stop any of this nonsense from happening. And so they're melding into this universe. It doesn't make sense that they have anything to do with the rest of the universe because they're so powerful that they like, they literally could just like, if they decide to go bad, no one can stop them. Basically, I'm so confused. Yo, know, bro, I don't understand. I'm, I'm just, I'm, at this point, I'm just here for the ride, <laughs> and so this has been the best ride by far. I've enjoyed, like, literally what I've get, what I've gotten with Loki is everything that I wanted with WandaVision and the Falcon Winter Soldier. You know, I can see the interconnected threads to the cinematic films. Um, I think that this story was more sprawling, but at the same time stuck to really being just about this character. And I felt a sense of pathos that was deserved with Loki, even though I felt like it was a character who, you know, was a great villain, but like, how do I give him this protagonist spin? Right. And not saying that Wanda didn't get that, but like, like I said, I just didn't like the way that the way that Wanda ended without getting like really being accountable for her actions. Right. And, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's just whatever, you know. But this feels right. This feels so good. I'm I'm Um, excited for a second. I I didn't know a second season was even, like, a a, a little possibility. So I argue that Loki has done worse things than Wanda, but that's okay. (laughs) So 
He's definitely killed but, more people than Wanda. Yes, yeah. but like we've we've seen him like truly understand the weight of his actions. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. granted, he has not gotten like, you know, he has not been able like been able to ask for forgiveness for the people that he's wronged, but he's also a completely different Loki that's outside of like that timeline for him to be able to be accountable to his actions. Mm-hmm. As with Wanda. Yeah, is. I just wouldn't I just wouldn't um you Also know. he's a cisgender white male, so <laughs> I just wouldn't uh <laughs> I wouldn't give Wanda such a hard time while giving a character like Loki, even at the beginning of the series, you know. So let's but get I, into I, report cards. Any final thoughts? Right, go ahead. Um, what I was going to say in regards to the difference between the three series that we have gotten out of Marvel is this Loki has felt more like the movies than any of the other yeah, series. So that's why yes. I feel like it's more satisfying. It's – I. Wanda is its own thing. It's super creative, super fun to watch, super entertaining. It really like took you out of what the norm is. So for that, I love it. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier fell a little flat. It felt, I I don't know if it was just kind of a throwaway or what, um, but it could have been really good. It could have. If they, I feel like they needed to focus more on dialogue like they did in Loki. Yeah. But yeah, Loki has been really satisfying and just like the movies, it has a lot of parallels. So yeah. What's your report card? I mean, he didn't ride a jet ski. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it. Oh, I think it would have been a nine, but I'm going to give it an 8.5. Wow. Go Mac. Yeah. I mean, this, this absolutely did it for me. I mean, I think that this is strong direction. I think it's really great storytelling. And the fact that it's tethering so powerfully to the cinematic universe is exactly what I wanted. I love the performances. I think Tom Hiddleston is, I mean, when we got introduced to this guy, I was like, oh, this dude, he's serving up something. And then when he was like the main big bad in Avengers 2012, I was like, wow, look how far we come now that we are, you know, you know, 11 years later and He's still like, you know, still going and still serving up the same way. Um, I love Sylvie. I love what Owen Wilson did as Mobius. I love what Google and Botham Ra did as Ravona Renslayer. I love all these side characters. Shoot, I love Richard E. Grant. And it seems like that there's a possibility that we can be able to get. I think that what this story does is set up endless possibilities for continuing the characters that we love in this particular series. Also to be able to give us characters we get back because we're sprawling out to this and we're understanding it. I think this was a great intro to Kang. So that way it's not going to be another cold, whatever, when we get to Quantumania, right? Which I think is next summer, (laughs) you know? Um, I think it was a really great understanding of that, right? Um, I love, you know, granted, I'm an action guy. The fight choreography isn't John Wick, Right, but also we're talking about Loki right. and Sylvie and a couple other characters and stuff like that. Um, the music, yo, the music's fantastic. Like I, I love this music; it is wonderful. Um, I think, I think I'm at a nine. I, I, yeah, I'm at a nine. At a nine, you just couldn't give it the nine point five, so I didn't have to do math, huh? Um, I just gotta say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the last time Loki and? Uh, Doctor Strange interacted. I have been oh, falling right. the- for thirty minutes, <laughs> and, then he like, and then he like pulls his daggers out and then shoots the hole so he can't hit him. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for him to see him. Oh, but that hasn't happened. 
It's a different Loki. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to have any of that. That's so frustrating yeah, because that's, that's like common. So I mean, if anything, he might be, oh, I'm sorry about last time. And he's going to be like, what? Uh-huh. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Dr. Strange does not no. apologize. Wait a minute. Yes, it happened. No, it didn't. No, because it happened right. after right. New York. That's right. It happened oh, after gosh. New York. Kitty's so confused. <laughs> so for all the reasons you guys pointed out, I'm also at a nine. Um, I think, like you said, Kobe, this is exactly what I wanted. Um, it fell short in some of the, like, you know, small things here and there. Um, but overall, it's a really, really great show. And the narrative did not disappoint. Um, the writing doesn't disappoint. And listen, it could have, all right? Some of these fans out there would have written this series. This could have been really upsetting. Um, but no, it's it's solid. Um, and it is... It is a roller coaster so worth taking. Um, and and actually, as much as I love WandaVision, I have not revisited WandaVision, but I will be revisiting Loki. Yes, all the hair it's, flips. It's so good. Yes. So nine. So our cumulative M report card is an 8.8. 8. And that's it. That's our combo. That's the, our wrap up. Man, the wrap up of our series wrap up series. Oh, the MCU series. Wow. The wrap-up series, wrap-up series. Yeah. So so like the show and like the theme for this episode, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> Colby Mack, uh, what's the next show we can look forward to uh, breaking down? Well, on August 11th, we do have Marvel's What If, but according to the words of Kevin Feige, that isn't canon. So the next show that I think is going to be able to kind of bridge the gap and really connect us to, you know, the rest of uh, this, this Disney plus Marvel universe would be Ms. Marvel, or it could be Hawkeye. Um, They've both recently finished shooting, um, but they are scheduled for late 2021. No release date as of yet. Oof, Hawkeye, Yelena's coming back. At least we, we think she is. And that's going to be so dope. So I'm here for it and that's something y'all can look forward to we'll keep y'all updated uh make sure you check us out on all the socials but that's it for this series wrap up um everybody appreciate you listening make sure you hit us up on apple Podcasts and leave us a review helps us out a lot um yeah colby mack back for uh for this marvel series we appreciate it let the folks know where they can find your work yeah, thanks so much for having me back and looking forward to the next one. Yo, you can find my work when I'm in the mood to write it. Um, no longer on my website. I got to get that domain back. Gosh, pay your bills, guys. Uh, or pay your bills, Colby. Uh, you, but you can follow your boy in the meantime at Colby Told Me. That's K-O-L-B-Y-T-O-L-D-Me on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse. So when they ask you where you heard it from, you can tell them Colby Told Me. Dre, where can the folks find you? You can find me on Instagram at Ezerphoto. That's E-Z-E-R. And I haven't said this, but you can find me on TikTok too. Yeah, she's big into TikTok. Ezerphoto. I, I I watch more than I post. But <laughs> and you can find me at the Raul Nevado. You can find us at M Report Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. And uh check out the site, mreportpod.com for all goodies on there. But hey, make sure you be a part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours. Minorities report. Peace. Not my goodies. My goodies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>